This is episode 488 of the AWS podcast, released on December 1st, 2021. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Sam Lesher here with you. Great to have you back. And we are on to day three of our reInvent 2021 coverage. Now, if you're actually at reInvent, the AWS Game Day team are there. And they're running game days every day this week at Venetian C, which is on level two of the Venetian. AWS Game Days are a fun environment to get hands-on with AWS services and win prizes. And this week, there are four different game days to play covering security, sustainability, financial services, and application architecture best practices. There's also an AWS Game Day Quests game night on the 1st of December at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Come by for food, drinks, and games in a relaxed environment and chat to our friendly AWS technical experts. Tell them the AWS podcast sent you. So let's get on to some of the fantastic announcements that have taken place, starting with the topic of machine learning. Amazon SageMaker Studio Lab is currently in preview, and this is a free, no-configuration ML service. And this is designed for developers, academics, and data scientists to learn and experiment with machine learning. And you'll be able to focus on experimenting with the data science aspect of machine learning without having to set up or configure any infrastructure. So this is based on the open source JupyterLab web application and customers have a completely open environment that enables them to leverage any framework, such as PyTorch, TensorFlow, MXNet, or Hugging Face, and libraries such as Scikit-Learn, NumPy, and Pandas. Studio Lab has autosave capabilities that will automatically save the customer's user sessions so they can pick up where they left off on their next session. Other benefits of SageMaker Studio Lab is its integration to GitHub, enabling customers to open, view, edit, and run any notebook, as well as integration to Git, which is, of course, an open source distributed version control system. Introducing Amazon SageMaker Serverless Inference in Preview. This is a new inference option that enables you to easily deploy machine learning models for inference without having to configure or manage the underlying infrastructure. So if you select the serverless option when deploying your machine learning model, Amazon SageMaker automatically provisions, scales, and turns off compute capacity based on the volume of inference requests. With SageMaker Serverless Inference, you pay only for the duration of running the inference code and the amount of data processed, not for idle time. So this is really useful for applications with intermittent or unpredictable traffic. Uh, A chatbot service, for example, that has, uh, you know, maybe for payroll that has end of the month um, lots of requests, but in general it doesn't, Um, this is a really useful approach. Now, the other three options for this particular capability are SageMaker Real-Time Inference for workloads with low latency requirements in the order of milliseconds, and SageMaker Batch Transform to run predictions on batches of data, and SageMaker Asynchronous Inference for inferences with large payload sizes or requiring long processing times. Something else that's new is Amazon SageMaker Ground Truth Plus. This lets you create high-quality training data sets without having to build labeling applications or managing the labeling workforce on your own. This is a new turnkey data labeling service that enables you to create high-quality training data sets quickly and reduces costs by up to 40%. Now, typically when you're training an ML model, the data is the challenge. Data scientists need high-quality labeled data sets, and as you have more of them, you need more labeling. And so suddenly you end up wrangling data all the time, and you need a data labeling workforce, and it's all not the fun that you'd want. So this is where Amazon SageMaker Grand Truth Plus comes in. Basically, all you do is share data along with the labeling requirements and Ground Truth Plus sets up and manages your data labeling workflow based on your requirements. From there, an expert workforce that is trained on a variety of ML tasks performs data labeling. You don't even need deep ML expertise or knowledge to make this happen. It can just happen, point and click. 
Grand Truth Plus uses ML techniques, including active learning, pre-labeling, and machine validation. And this increases the quality of the output data sets and decreases the data labeling costs. It also provides transparency into your data labeling operations and quality management. You can review the progress of your training data sets across multiple projects, track project metrics such as daily throughput, inspect labels for quality, and provide feedback on the labeled data. Something else that's new is Amazon SageMaker Inference Recommender, and this lets you choose the best available compute instance and configuration to deploy machine learning models for optimal inference performance and cost. Now, trying to get the right price performance for your models is not easy. Uh, if you think about the fact that there are probably um, basically 70 options on the resource requirements of your models and the size of the input data and all kinds of other stuff you have to figure out, it can take you time to tune. Amazon SageMaker Inference Recommender automatically selects the right compute instance type, instance count, container parameters, and model optimizations for inference to maximize performance and minimize cost. You can use SageMaker Inference Recommender from Amazon SageMaker Studio, the AWS command line, and the SDK, and within minutes, you get recommendations to deploy your model. And then you just deploy as recommended. You can view the results of the load test in SageMaker Studio studio and evaluate the trade-offs between latency throughput and cost to choose the one that you're most happy with. This is generally available in all regions where SageMaker is available except the AWS China regions. Speaking of SageMaker, we're really excited to announce Amazon SageMaker Training Compiler, which is a new feature of SageMaker that can accelerate the training of deep learning models by up to 50% through more efficient use of GP instances. Now, state-of-the-art deep learning models for natural language processing and computer vision tasks are complex, multi-layered neural networks with billions of parameters that can take thousands of GPU hours to train. Even fine-tuning these models can sometimes take days, incurring high costs and slowing down innovation. To accelerate this process, you can now use SageMaker Training Compiler with minimal changes to your existing training script. And it's integrated into the latest versions of PyTorch and TensorFlow in SageMaker and works under the hood of these frameworks so that no other changes to your workflow are required when it's enabled. Now what this does is converts deep learning models from their high level language representation to hardware optimized instructions. Now, a whole lot of detail about all the cool stuff that goes on in the show notes, but basically this can improve your training speeds by up to 50%. Amazon SageMaker Studio now enables interactive data preparation and machine learning at scale with a single universal notebook through built-in integration with Amazon EMR. Now, we recently introduced the ability to visually browse and connect to Amazon EMR clusters right from the SageMaker Studio notebook. Now you can monitor and debug your Apache Spark jobs running on EMR right from that place with just a click. You can also now discover, connect to, create, terminate, and manage EMR clusters directly from SageMaker Studio. Now, this built-in integration with EMR lets you do interactive data preparation and machine learning at petabyte scale right within the single Universal Studio notebook. If you like driving remote control cars and better yet making them drive themselves, the AWS Deep Racer announces the 2022 season of Deep Racer League, which includes physical races in the Summit Circuit, hooray, and live virtual head-to-head -head racing and a dedicated student league. So this is a brand new structure for the 2022 season for the award-winning AWS Deep Racer League. Now, this is the world's first global autonomous racing league including an autonomous 118th scale race car driven by reinforcement learning and a 3D racing simulator where developers can get hands-on experience with machine learning. In 2022, you get way more opportunities to race live for everyone via the return of physical racing 
on the Summit Circuit and a new live head-to-head format on the Virtual Circuit, plus a new student-only division dubbed the AWS Deep Racer Studio League. So this all kicks off March the 1st. Check out details in the show notes for how to get involved. And uh, I'm resisting the urge to say things like live and speedway. Now, if you've ever used Amazon Lex, you'll be excited about this new capability. Amazon Lex Automated Chatbot Designer is available in preview. This lets you automatically design chatbots from conversational transcripts in hours rather than weeks. So this lets you build, test, and deploy your chatbots and virtual assistants on contact center services such as Amazon Connect, websites, and messaging channels like Facebook Messenger. The automated chatbot designer uses machine learning to analyze conversation transcripts and semantically cluster them around the most common intents and related information. For example, to create a bot designed for insurance transcriptions, it can analyze thousands of lines of transcripts and identify intents such as file a new claim from phrases such as my basement is flooded, I need to start a new claim. The intents in the design are well-defined to remove any overlap between them so the bot can understand the user better for an efficient interaction. And finally, the design includes information such as policy ID or claim type needed to fulfill all identified intents. Developers can iterate on the design, add chatbot prompts and responses, integrate business logic to fulfill user requests, and then build, test, and deploy it in Amazon Lex. The automated chatbot designer automates a significant portion of the bot design, minimizing effort and reducing the overall time it takes to design a chatbot. Amazon Kendra has launched the Experience Builder, Search Analytic Dashboards, and Custom Document Enrichment. Now, Amazon Kendra is an intelligent search service powered by machine learning. And I've got to say, it's pretty cool. I use it day to day. Today, we are excited to announce the launch of three new features. Amazon Kendra Experience Builder now lets you deploy a fully functional and customizable search experience with Amazon Kendra in a few clicks without any coding or ML experience. It's a visual workflow to quickly build, customize, and launch your Kendra-powered search application securely on the cloud. You can get up and running super fast. It also includes single sign-on integration and integration to popular identity providers like Azure AD and Okta so that you can have a secure and authenticated search experience. The Amazon Kendra Search Analytics Dashboard allows you to better understand the quality and usability metrics across your Kendra-powered search applications. So this is useful for administrators and content creators to understand how easy your end users are finding relevant search results. It tells you about how your users interact with your search application, how effective the results are. You can also um, view the data in a visual dashboard and build your own dashboard as well via an API. And it means you can dive deep on trends and identify behaviors and opportunities for improvements. Finally on this topic, Kendra Custom Document Enrichment allows you to build a custom ingestion pipeline that can pre-process documents before they get indexed into Kendra. For example, while ingesting content from a repository like SharePoint using our connectors, customers can enrich documents with additional metadata, convert scan documents to text, classify documents, extract entities, and further transform the document using custom ETL processes. This enrichment is performed by simple rules that can be configured in the console or by invoking functions from Amazon Lambda. And finally, in the topic of machine learning, AWS announces the AWS AI and ML Scholarship Program in collaboration with Intel and Udacity to help bring diversity to the future of AI and the ML workforce. This provides students who self-identify as underserved and underrepresented in a tech education context, career mentorship programs, and 2,500 scholarships annually as part of a commitment to a more diverse future AI and ML workforce. This scholarship is aimed to help underrepresented and underserved high school and college students learn foundational ML concepts and prepare them for careers in artificial intelligence and machine learning. 
Delivered in collaboration with Intel and supported by the talent transformation platform Udacity, the AWS AI and ML Scholarship Program allows students from around the world to access dozens of hours of free training modules and tutorials on the basics of ML and its real-world application. Students get to use DeepRacer and do a whole bunch of other hands-on things as well. And five of the top performing students who receive the highest scores in the first Udacity Nano Degree program will have the chance to earn a second more advanced Udacity Nano Degree curated specifically for AWS AI and ML scholarship recipients, as well as access to mentorship opportunities from tenured Amazon and Intel technology experts for career insights and advice. Onto the topic of database. Announcing the Amazon DevOps Guru for RDS, which is an ML-powered capability that automatically detects and diagnoses performance and operational issues within Amazon Aurora. Now, this expands upon the existing capabilities of DevOps Guru to detect, diagnose, and provide remediation recommendations for a wide variety of database-related performance issues. Things like resource overutilization and misbehavior of SQL queries. Always a problem. Do you have an index? Use your questions. When an issue occurs, DevOps Guru for RDS immediately notifies developers and DevOps engineers and provides diagnostic information, details on the extent of the problem, and intelligent remediation recommendations to help customers quickly resolve the issue. This is available for Amazon Aurora MySQL and PostgreSQL compatible editions in US East, North Virginia, Ohio, US West, Oregon, Europe, Frankfurt, Ireland, Stockholm, Asia Pacific, Singapore, Sydney, and Tokyo. Another really interesting new announcement is Amazon RDS Custom for SQL Server. This is a managed database service for legacy custom and packaged applications that require access to the underlying OS and DB environment. Amazon RDS Custom is now available for the SQL Server database engine. And this automates the setup, operation, and scaling of databases in the cloud while granting access to the database and underlying operating system to configure settings, install drivers, and enable native features to meet the dependent application's requirements. So this is really useful when you have those older, legacy, finicky-type databases that you just can't replace with the standard Amazon RDS. This would be the way to go. And a great update for Amazon DynamoDB, there is a new DynamoDB standard infrequent access table class, which helps you reduce your DynamoDB costs by up to 60%. Now, this is ideal for use cases that require long-term storage of data that is infrequently accessed, things like application logs, old social media posts, e-commerce order history, and past gaming achievements. The new DynamoDB standard IA table class offers 60% lower storage costs than the existing DynamoDB standard tables. So it's the most cost-effective option with storage as the dominant table cost. DynamoDB standard IA is now available in all AWS regions except China regions and AWS GovCloud US regions. Onto the topic of storage, and we have a lot of really cool things to share. Firstly, the Amazon S3 Glacier storage class is now the Amazon S3 Glacier Flexible Retrieval, and it has its storage price reduced by 10% and bulk retrievals are now free. So it is optimized for use cases such as backup and disaster recovery, and it's now even more cost-effective because the free bulk retrievals make it ideal when you need to retrieve large data sets once or twice a year and don't want to worry about the retrieval cost. The storage price reduction will be effective December 1st, 2021 in all AWS regions, including AWS GovCloud US regions, the China Beijing region operated by CINET and the China Ningxia region operated by NWCD. Now, related to that announcement is the new AWS Glacier Instant Retrieval Storage class, which is the lowest cost archive storage with milliseconds retrieval. Now, this 
delivers really great storage options for long-lived data, which is rarely accessed, but when you need to get it, you need to get it fast. Now with S3 Glacier Instant Retrieval, you can save up to 68% on storage costs compared to the S3 standard in frequent access storage class when your data is accessed once per quarter. So this gives you the fastest access to archive storage with the same throughput and millisecond access as the S3 standard and S3 standard in frequent access storage classes. So the Amazon S3 Glacier storage classes are purpose-built for data archiving and are designed to provide you with the highest performance, the most retrieval flexibility and the lowest cost archive storage in the cloud. And so you can now choose from three archive storage classes to make a choice of what you need. You know, do you need immediate access for things like medical images or news media assets or genomic data? That's where Glacier Instant Retrieval comes into place. If you don't need that quick access, but you do want the flexibility to get large sets of data at no cost, such as backup or data recovery use cases, then that is the new S3 Flexible Retrieval, which is formerly the S3 Glacier option. If you want to save even more on long-lived archive storage, such as compliance archives and digital media preservation, you choose the S3 Glacier Deep Archive with the lowest cost storage in the cloud with data retrieval from 12 to 48 hours. This new storage class is available in all AWS regions, including the GovCloud US regions and the China regions as well. One of the favorite things I like to talk about on the podcast is, of course, price reductions. Amazon S3 announces a price reduction of up to 31% in three storage classes. Specifically, we're reducing the storage price for S3 standard infrequent access and S3 one zone infrequent access by up to 31% in nine different regions. Also happy to announce the new S3 Intelligent Tiering Archive Instant Access Tier, which can let you automatically save up to 68% on storage costs. S3 Intelligent Tiering is the first cloud storage that automatically reduces your storing costs on a granular object level by automatically moving data to the most cost-effective access tier based on access frequency without performance impact, retrieval fees, or operational overhead. This gives you millisecond latency and high throughput performance for frequently, infrequently, and now rarely accessed data in the frequent, infrequent, and the new archive instant access tiers. So this can really help you lower costs without making any code side changes. So it's definitely something you should be looking at very, very closely. And speaking of storage management, Amazon S3 Object Ownership can now disable access control lists to simplify access management for data in S3. This is really cool. So this is a new S3 object ownership setting called Bucket Owner Enforced, and it disables access control lists or ACLs, which simplifies access management for data stored in S3. When you use this bucket level setting, every object in an S3 bucket is owned by the bucket owner, and ACLs are no longer required to grant permissions. As a result, access to your data is based on policies, including IAM policies applied to IAM identities, session policies, Amazon S3 bucket and access policy points, and VPC endpoint policies. This setting applies to both new and existing objects in a bucket, and you can control access to this settings itself using IAM policies. Now, ACLs back in the day were the original way, the old school way to control access to S3, but we've got better things now, and so you should be using the better things. IAM and policies were introduced to make permission control across AWS resources much, much easier. This is the way you should go into the future. When you apply this setting, ownership change happens automatically, and applications that write data to a bucket no longer need to specify any ACL. Amazon S3 console now reports security warnings, errors, and suggestions from IAM Access Analyzer when you author your S3 policies. This is really, really cool. It automatically runs more than 100 policy checks to validate your policies. So it saves you time, helps you resolve errors, and apply security best practices at the point you create your policy. 
For example, the console reports security warnings for policies with elements that can grant overly permissive access. You want to lock things down as narrow as they can be. This lets you do this in a reliable way, and it also allows you to access it through the API, so you can have this as part of your CI/CD pipeline and run your policy validation at scale. AWS Backup has some cool new things going on. Firstly, the public preview of AWS Backup for Amazon S3. You can now create a single policy in AWS Backup to automate the protection of application data stored in S3 alone or alongside 11 other AWS services for storage, compute, and database. And AWS Backup seamless integration with AWS organizations. You can create an independent, immutable, and encrypted backup and centrally manage backups and restore of S3 buckets and objects across your AWS accounts. So this makes it easy to get up and running, super useful for compliance and data protection policies. AWS Backup has also now added support for VMware workloads. You can do this for VMware workloads on-premises and in the cloud as a VMware cloud on AWS. So this again helps you meet your business and regulatory requirements needs. One policy can help you centralize and protect your hybrid VMware requirements and away you go. AWS Backup for VMware is available in a bunch of regions. Check out the show notes to find out where you can get access to this. Got some great updates to share with you about Amazon FSx. The next generation of Amazon FSx for Lustre file systems is available. Built on AWS Graviton processors, this provides three improvements to performance and price. First, the new file systems provide up to five times higher throughput per terabyte, up to one gigabit per second per terabyte, compared to the previous generation file system. Second, with support for client instances with multiple network interfaces, you can now drive up to 400 gig of network bandwidth on Amazon EC2 instances like the P4D and DL1. And third, the next generation of FSx for Lustre file systems reduce your cost of throughput by up to 60% compared to previous generation file systems. These are available in US East, North Virginia and Ohio, US West Oregon, Canada Central, EU Frankfurt, Ireland and Asia Pacific Tokyo with more to come. And something brand new is Amazon FSx for OpenZFS, which enables you to launch, run and scale fully managed file systems on AWS that replace the ZFS or other Linux-based file servers you run on-premises while helping provide better agility and lower costs. Now, FSx for OpenZFS is the newest member of the Amazon FSx family of services, gives you fully featured, highly performance storage powered by your choice of widely used protocols and file systems. So you can have NetApp ONTAP, Windows File Server and Lustre, and now you can have FSx for OpenZFS as well. Powered by AWS Graviton processors and the latest AWS disk and networking technologies, Amazon FSx for OpenZFS delivers up to 1 million IOPS with latencies of hundreds of microseconds. With complete support for OpenZFS features like instant point-in-time snapshots and data cloning, FSx for OpenZFS makes it easy to replace your on-premises file servers with AWS storage. Sounds like the way to go. It is available currently in US East, North Virginia, US West Oregon, US East Ohio, Europe Island, Asia Pacific Tokyo, Europe Frankfurt, and Canada Central with more to come. And the Amazon FX team have been very, very busy and they've done some really cool things around Lustre. You can now automatically update file system contents as data is deleted and moved in Amazon S3. Integrated with Amazon S3, FSX for Lustre enables you to easily process S3 data sets with a high performance file system. Before today, when you linked your file system to an S3 bucket, FSx for Lustre transparently presented S3 objects as files and updated its contents automatically on an ongoing basis as objects were added or changed in your bucket. Now, it provides an additional option designed to automatically update the file system when objects in linked S3 buckets are deleted or moved. So this gives you a whole lot of synchronizing options, which is very, very cool. No new cost, you just get this functionality. 
It also now supports automatically exporting file updates to S3. So again, you can now set data back and forward and you can now link multiple Amazon S3 buckets to a file system. So before today, you could link a file system to a single S3 bucket or prefix and it would be transparently presented as files. With today's launch, you can link multiple S3 buckets or prefixes to a file system and your S3 data sets appear as files and directories in a single unified file system namespace, which is very, very cool. Moving on to the topic of migration and transfer, the AWS database migration service now offers a new console experience called the AWS DMS Studio. This makes it easy to manage database migrations from start to finish. And the idea is to simplify migrations by integrating tools for each phase of the migration journey from assessment to conversion to migration. It integrates things like the AWS DMS Fleet Advisor, I'll tell you more about that one shortly, AWS Schema Conversion Tool and AWS DMS itself to basically analyze, convert and migrate. The AWS DMS Studio assists you by providing contextual resources such as documentation and guidance on engaging migration experts when needed. So you may say, Simon, you mentioned this thing called AWS DMS Fleet Advisor. Well, it is available in preview and it's a service that helps you migrate databases to AWS quickly and securely. Basically, it lets you build a database and analytics migration plan by automating the discovery and analysis of your fleet. And it's intended for users looking to migrate a large number of databases and analytics service to AWS. Basically, the service collects and analyzes your database schemas and objects, including information on feature metadata, schema objects, and usage metrics. It then allows you to build a customized migration plan by determining the complexity of migrating your source databases to target databases in AWS. So it makes it much easier for you to plan and get going. Now, a lot of customers have a lot of tape, and a lot of customers want to get rid of that tape, but they need the data that's on the tape. So the AWS Snow family has launched the offline tape data migration capability. This is a secure offline tape migration capability for AWS Snowball Edge, which enables you to migrate petabytes of data stored on physical tapes to AWS without changing your existing tape-based backup workflows. This is important. So using this capability, you can migrate tape data to AWS for environments where you have network connectivity limitations, bandwidth constraints, and high network connectivity costs. Moving tape data to AWS helps you eliminate physical tape infrastructure expenses and gain online access to your tape library. So basically, this capability uses Tape Gateway's virtual tape library capabilities on Snowball Edge Storage optimized to deliver you a simple integrated experience for tape data migration. From snow device ordering, setup, and use at your site to ingesting, storing, and accessing tape data in AWS, it's all much easier. And AWS partners can use the Snowball Edge in their facilities or at your customer sites to copy data from physical tapes to a VTL without needing to restore tape to its original form. Once your tape data is stored in AWS, you can restrict data access and enforce retention policies, just like you do with off-site storage of physical tapes. And you can access your tape data stored in AWS through a tape gateway running in AWS or in your data center over the network. Moving on to the topic of end-user computing. Amazon Workspaces introduces Amazon Workspaces Web, and this is now generally available. Workspaces Web is a new capability from our end-user computing suite, a low-cost, fully managed workspace built specifically to facilitate secure web-based workloads. Workspaces Web makes it easy for customers to safely provide their employees with access to internal websites and SaaS web applications without the administrative burden of appliances or specialized client software. 
Workspaces Web provides the simple policy tools tailored for user interactions while offloading common tasks like capacity management, scaling, and maintaining browser images. With Workspaces Web, corporate data never resides on remote devices. Websites are rendered in an isolated container in AWS and pixel streamed to the user. The isolated browsing session provides an effective barrier against attacks packaged in web content and prevents potentially compromised end user devices from ever connecting with internal servers. Every session launches a fresh, always up-to-date, non-persistent web browser. Workspaces Web supports enterprise controls that let customers set browser policies like enabling and disabling extensions and allow denial lists, etc., and a whole bunch of user settings as well. When the session is complete, the browser instance is terminated, ensuring sensitive corporate web content is never outside enterprise control. Moving on to the topic of the Internet of Things, announcing AWS IoT Fleetwise in preview. This is a new service for transferring vehicle data to the cloud more efficiently. Once data is in the cloud, automakers can use it for tasks like remotely diagnosing issues in individual vehicles, analyzing vehicle fleet health to prevent warranty issues and claims, collecting rich sensor data for training machine learning models that improve auto autonomous driving, and advanced assistance driver systems. Now, AWS IoT Fleetwise can access the unique data format of a vehicle and then structure and standardize the data so automakers don't have to build custom data collection systems. This new capability is available in preview in US East North Virginia and Europe Frankfurt. More to come. And something else new in the IoT world is some new connectivity software, AWS IoT ExpressLink, which is designed to accelerate IoT development. Now, this is connectivity software that powers a range of hardware modules developed and offered by AWS partners, such as Espressif, Infineon, and Ublocks. These connectivity modules include AWS validated software, making it easier and faster for you to securely connect almost any product to the cloud in a fraction of the time and cost, including medical devices, industrial sensors, and consumer products. The price of a module with AWS IT Express Link is set by AWS partners who manufacture the models. Only pay for the AWS services you use after connecting your application to the cloud. Check it out, it's really interesting. And finally, today we're gonna to talk about developer tools and we're introducing AWS Microservice Extractor for .NET. This simplifies the process of re-architecting applications into smaller code projects. You can modernize and transform your .NET applications with an assistive tool that analyzes source code and runtime metrics to create a visual representation of your application and its dependencies. This tool delivers a holistic visualization of an application source code, helps code refactoring and assists in extraction of the code base into separate code projects that teams can develop, build and operate independently to improve agility, uptime and scalability. So if you're a developer who uses .NET and you've got some older code that you need to refactor, this could be a really, really easy way to get going. So another really interesting day, another day to come with a whole bunch of new updates. There's so many cool things here. I find myself reading through this going, oh, I could use that. Oh, I know a customer who could do that. I hope there was something for you. As ever, we do love to get your feedback. AWS podcast at amazon.com is the place to do it. And until next time, keep on building.